Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The new helmets, and we are fired up here on the DMVR Broncos podcast, and we're back together. We're back, Ryan. <coughs> You're back. I'm back. The Broncos are back, it's and new alternate helmets are back. Are here. They're here. Yeah, they're here, and they're good. It's a beautiful thing. You know, we have a jam-packed show today, which is kind Me of a too. shame. Yeah, kind yeah. of a shame. We could spend a whole show talking <coughs> about these helmets. We could spend a whole show talking about all the other things we're going to be talking about. And we could spend a whole to- a whole show just catching up. Like, it's very true. You know, we've seen each other for about 10 minutes in the last two weeks. My goodness. And we both had quite the two weeks. We had a crazy two weeks. Um, but let's start with these helmets as we did with the video. Broncos unveiled them just 10 minutes ago. And I couldn't love them anymore, honestly. Mm. Um, I think in terms of just the helmet... I'll, I'll move on to a, sm- a slight critique I have later. Oh. But in terms of just the helmet, I don't think they could have done any better. And I, I think this means a lot. Oh. I'll get to that after your take. I love the white. They had been really, really, really teasing that it was going to be white. And I love that they did it because, Ryan, no other team in the AFC West really embraces white. And white is such a fresh color if you do it right. Now, the Broncos are obviously never going to let go of orange and blue, but for an alternate helmet and maybe leading to a new jersey in the future, I really like the white. And then, of course, the old-school D logo that you have on there. And it's just the classic old-school D. I love how they didn't change anything. You got the orange in there. You got the horse. I think think they nailed this. Um, And it's the first time that they've had an all-white helmet and I love it because, again, I think white can be such a fresh color on jerseys. Yeah, and it's going to look great with those jerseys. Um, <clears throat> it's it's great. I'll get to my I, – I keep wanting to Are say my – Are you sure? Just jump in. <clears throat> All right, fine. My critique <laughs> is this. Why not just get some white pants to go with that? Mm, yeah. That would look incredible. It would. The yeah. helmet, they nailed 10 out of 10. It's just – a little bit unfortunate that that's all we get. You know, like the Titans are getting a whole new set with the old school Oilers look. Yeah. Um, what was the other one that we saw recently? That's a that's a full throwback. We, we've seen a lot. Yeah. 
And so it's like, oh, these are sick. Yeah. We just get a helmet. And all they would have had to do is throw in the pants. And very easy. But I would take it one step further. Why don't they just do their color rushes all white? Um, just for this year. Th then they can change it moving forward if they want to. But, uh, I mean, how easy would that be just to go with an all-white look? And uh, people don't love the color rush jerseys anyway. So if you do that, I think this would just be a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it would be cool. I think people do like the color rush, though. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, here, drop a drop a poll in the chat. Um, I, I don't hate them. I don't think people like them at all. Okay. Color rush is the best uniform they have jersey-wise. The pants are not good, but the jersey itself is, I think, the best jersey they have. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. But let's get it. You know, I, I've, been, I've been out for two weeks. Maybe I lost the temperature of Broncos <laughs> uh, country. Drop that in there, you hear. And people that are watching live on YouTube, vote in that if you like the Broncos color rush. But enough of the critiques uh, because we have what we have, and I love them. And, Zach, I legitimately think this is a big deal. Nailing this helmet is legitimately a big deal to me. And the reason is because it tells me that this ownership group, Damani Leach, the new people in charge, care about what we think. What we think. Now, um, you know, there's been some interesting kind of back and forth about what, you know, the, the polls that went out and the surveys that they put out to fans. But this tells me these people care about the fan base. They listen to the fans. They feel the temperature of what this city wants. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. they they took their time. Yep. They reached out. They wanted to see what everyone thought, what everyone was feeling. They figured it out. And then they delivered. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Couldn't mm -hmm. have hit it on the head any better with this helmet. And so for me, this is a huge relief because we know we're getting new uniforms soon. Yep. Right around the corner, the Broncos are going to be unveiling a whole new uniform set for the first time almost in our lifetimes. Yep. Um, and that this is relieving to me because it tells me, okay, they get it. They get us. Yep. They understand this city. They understand these people and what we may or may not love. And also on top of that, remember how they, they sent out so many emails to get the, the pulse of Broncos country like you were saying? There was some people that thought uh, they're just doing this for PR purposes to make it seem like they're going to listen. Clearly, they did listen because they went with the classic. And what I love about this combo, Ryan, is it's old school, plus it's fresh. It's old school, but it's also something new that they've never done in terms of the all-white. Yep. So I think it's a great combo of both of those where they put in time to get the old school and the refresh. And just to clarify something that we hit on earlier, um, the Broncos couldn't just, I, I guess, I shouldn't say couldn't just, but if they, they have to only wear these with their color rush jersey. So if they wanted to uh, do just the white pants, it would have had to have been an entirely new uniform per NFL requirement. So it wasn't just as easy as maybe putting this with a, a different uniform combo. It had to be with the alternate color rush jerseys. And I think you hinted at something, though, is I think jersey change is coming. Not this year, but I think probably next year. We're probably going to go to a whole new rebrand and I think these helmets really point to what we're getting. I hope so. I really hope so, because everyone will love that. Like, it's the one thing that, I mean, you'll maybe get 10% of the fan base to complain about that. But I don't think 90% of the fan base likes the current setup. So you, right. it'll be a huge upgrade. The only complaint that people could have if they went back to this full time is, well, they won three Super Bowls in the yeah. current setup and were over 
in Super Bowls in that setup. But I guarantee you that has nothing to do if they're winning a Super Bowl in the next 10 years or not. Mm, yeah, see, you far. might be a little. I, I knew, I knew the little stition that you had. I should say the superstition you had was going to say that. But uh, in my sane mind, maybe I'm not sane at all. But in this way, I, I, I don't think the uniforms are going to have any input on that. The uh, the thing is, I've been saying this for years, Zach. It's not the uniforms that won the Super Bowls. It's the navy blue that won the Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> of course. And so you must hate these helmets then. No, they're great. They have navy blue on them. Uh, that's the smallest thing they that have. That doesn't them. matter. Okay, you just have to have navy. Exactly. Instead mm. of the, you know, royal. Yep, yep. And on there, yeah, that's fair. They got it. They've got it. So, Ryan, I think also the Broncos changed their logo. I don't know when it happened, whether it was today or um a long time ago to the old school d and uh, i think that's what a rebrand an entire rebrand an entire new uniform set could look like in the future is going back to the old school d and then these helmets point to maybe there will be more white in them but also i think it's going to be they're not just going to go back to what they wore in 1960 exactly they're going to have some old some new uh, and I think they have an opportunity to kill the new uniforms when they release them next year or the year after. And I, I, I'm guessing this is a little bit of a litmus test. Yeah. Just like, yeah. hey, if we just play the hits, yeah. do we get like tons of points? Right. And right. the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. Just play the hits. Play the hits with, uh, you know, a, a little updated version. Totally. I like them. I love them, and uh, and like I said, this is this is great news. Uh, you know, shout out to everyone who was involved in this. Yeah. Um, because these things have to be stressful. Yes. Um, yes. You know, changing a uniform, unveiling a uniform, all all that is involved has to be a stressful process for the people who are you know tasked with deciding on what it's going to look like. And I haven't uh, been on Twitter much. But the the second the few seconds that I was before we went live, the response looked amazing. Yeah. So congratulations, you guys nailed it, and uh, you can breathe again. Speaking of nailing it, they also nailed the little helmet release video outside of just putting a picture of what the actual helmets looked like, so it's easy to see. But they nailed it. I mean, they they've got they're calling them the snow capped helmets, and they've got Pat Sertan and Justin Simmons wearing them, walking around with an ice sculpture but what is it a throne ice throne. ice throne with the old school d right on it yeah. so they are leaning into this and i think 99 percent of broncos country loves the old school d whether it's just for these alternate helmets uh or whether it's for something bigger in the future as well do you think that um they turned that ice throne into an ice luge afterwards did some like fireball shots off it they should have <laughs> um justin simmons Pat, I don't, I don't know if those are the guys that are... Maybe you need the big offensive lineman to come in. That's true. There was a little video that leaked from when Broncos did their media right before the summer break of, like, Mike McGlinchey, like, climbing up something, oh, like, shit. doing a little soldier crawl. Maybe that was part of the luge. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Real quick. Uh, six minutes in, 76 votes, 78% say yes. They, they like, like the color, the color rush. rush. Did I say they? You said they I didn't. I said they didn't. Damn! I've lost you my lost touch. The temp. I lost the you temp. Lost temp. <laughs> You've got the temp of Tel Aviv dialed oh, in, man. but I've, not I've Denver got, anymore. I got the temp of Denver wrong too. <laughs> I'm still wearing my long pants and long shirt. I it, it's training camp starting Friday officially. Okay. Tomorrow could be a big day. 
Not because they're making a move, but tomorrow could be a big day. So just watch out. Watch out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think you'll want to be staying tuned to us for here moving forward now. Well, of course. Yeah. It's, uh, man, I can't believe it's here. Yeah, I know. Like, it always feels like it's so far away. Yeah. And then I literally blinked two weeks ago, and I opened my eyes, and it's like, oh, training camp's this week. And it's like, what? Yeah. And then, and then when once training camp starts, you kind of blink again, and then it's week 18. Or maybe for the Broncos, it'll be week one of the playoffs. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know what that's like on this podcast. Randomly, you just mentioned offensive linemen, so this kicked this into my head. Um, this last week in Vegas, we interviewed Lincoln Riley. Oh. And... Big Broncos fan because Den- Denver of, Broncos. Yes, because uh, there's a ton of his guys on this team now. Ben Powers. Yeah. Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Mims. Wow. Um, and then he had one more. Oh, uh, DTR. No, DTY. Wow. You're right. Yeah. Dang. Wait, did he did he have uh, Nick Benito? Yes. At any point, too? Wow, we didn't even mention him on the show. Oh, yikes. yikes. <laughs> so five. Is he the highest drafted one? No. Yes. He would be the highest drafted one of all of those guys. Oh, man. Wow. I, I think that says more about him than it does about me. Oh, of course. Because yeah. <laughs> Lincoln didn't. I don't think Lincoln mentioned him. We'd have to go back. We're going to watch. We're going to unveil. Five dudes on the team. That's we're, impressive. Yeah, we're going to show that interview on Buffs shortly after this. So oh, that all, was a little tease? All, uh. Yeah. Well, inside info. I will make sure if Nick Benito is mentioned to uh, yeah. alert the people. You got to let me know. And That's then rem- tell us tomorrow. That's really impressive. Yeah. He's like, I guess I'm a Broncos fan now. And also, th- I mean, three of them are locks to make the team. You also assume Nick Benito is going to make the team. And DTY could have a little tough of a time. Um, but, I mean, you're going to have four of the 53. That's almost 10% of the team right there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and you just got to imagine him being at USC. That number's just going to go up. Maybe not for the Broncos, but for other teams, too. Yep, for sure. I mean, uh, against Oklahoma? Yeah, USC. If he does USC right. I think Oklahoma is a bigger college football brand than USC. If he does USC right, I think they have the opportunity to be the biggest brand outside of the SEC, and that's going up against Ohio State. (laughs) Yeah. If he does them right. Did you like Lincoln Riley? Was he good? Nope. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, like when you interviewed him, nope. still. Okay. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I literally, I said this. We don't. We're not going to talk about the buffs today. But I said this leaving Pac-12 media day. I said, I don't know how any person anywhere could choose to play for any of those coaches <laughs> over Coach Prime. Uh, I guess if you want just an easier road, none of them, of them are like might even a little bit cool. And Coach Prime's about as cool as it gets. He's like the coolest person yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's like him and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, I guess you choose to play for some of those other coaches because you can't get a. But the, some can't of them can't. I mean, like Prime. obviously Lincoln Riley. If you're a quarterback, he basically prints Heisman trophies. Um, he has yes. a 3D printer that just prints Heisman trophies. I'm actually surprised that you wouldn't make the case for Prime with Shadur. Maybe you will in a year. We'll see. I mean, the thing is, you can't compete with. A guy who has, what, four Heisman Trophy winners in, like, the last yeah, six years? it's true. It's very true. <laughs> but other than that, I'm just like, man, I don't know. This guy bores me. <laughs> I guess if you're Southern California, I mean, Boulder's obviously extremely tough to compete with, but some people might say Southern California competes with it. Great weather. Yep, it's true. Um, you know what you do? Great Mexican food. You know what you can do all the time in Southern California that you can't do all the time here? 
wear pins and aces out on the golf course because sometimes sick. it is a little too cold, as Dion found out. I mean, yeah. first saw snow for the first time. I don't know who Dion like is, that. but... Oh, my gosh. Dion Sanders. <laughs> Coach oh, Dion Coach Sanders. Prime. How about that? Coach Prime. Uh, I see who you're talking about now. <laughs> what did you call... Did you call... Uh, Coach Coach Lincoln Riley, what what's his nickname? Coach Smooth? Uh, Coach Rye? <laughs> I don't think he has a nickname. Coach Riley? Uh, he yeah, should be he Coach Heisman. Um, damn, I mean, that would be a dope nickname. If he knew anything about branding. <laughs> All he does true. is just his brand is post pictures of really poorly made food. Does he? Yeah, he got like roasted because he posted a brisket that looked like it was oh, left in the no. desert for two weeks. <laughs> you can't just... Hire just someone don't. to make you a great brisket and then you post it and I guess. take all the credit. Yeah, you could literally get the best barbecue person in the world. Yes, or if you're Lincoln Riley, you don't have to win by posting your food. No, he's not trying to be. Top and then chef recently, here. he posted like some um, ahi tuna that he cooked. Oh no, was it cooked? It all didn't the way look as, or something? It was just too cooked. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. wasn't like all the way through. But it was like ah, there's like a full, there's like a half inch of cooked meat. With ahi tuna, you'd you're better off not cooking just it don't than cook it at overcooking all. Yeah. it. Just slice it. Yeah. I mean, that shows that you're even more badass if you're just eating it completely raw yep. than if you cook it all the way. Yep. Totally. Damn. So, uh, uh, a, a brand that he doesn't have a nickname, but Paul Feinbaum called him Little Game Lincoln, which I found Little hilarious. Game Link from Paul Feinbaum, Damn. too. Oh, that's about as low as it gets. Damn. Ooh. Does that mean he just doesn't show up for the big games? So we had it. So I don't. Did you see our video where we had all the players and coaches try Shador's barbecue sauce? I'm not caught up yet. No. Okay. okay. So I'm, oh, did that one just blow up? Yeah. <laughs> um. So we didn't tell them what it was. Oh. <laughs> so they and all loved I, it. I so badly wanted to tell Lincoln, like, yeah, maybe could have saved that brisket for you. <laughs> oh my. Because <laughs> he was gosh. like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> would uh, that would he would have shut off. Uh, He's the type of guy that he probably never wouldn't have taken that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Little game Lincoln. That's so messed up. <laughs> From Paul Feinbaum, too. That is just well, great. It's just so easy for Paul Feinbaum because, like, you know, he's made the playoff and then just gets smacked by an SEC yep, team every yep, time. Yep, exactly. Damn. Uh, Pins and Aces is not Little Game Lincoln. Nope. They are Coach Prime. They are. If, if you want to say that. And, boy. Pins and Aces has so many shirts that would go well with those snow-capped helmets. Mm. Uh, Pins and Aces, I mean, you can't go wrong with Pins anything. And Pins and Aces polo and a helmet. Oh, you would look standard great. look. You would look great on a golf course. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing with people that shank the ball all the time, it's true. Maybe you need it. And so check out Pins and Aces. We love the Broncos helmets. We love Pins and Aces designs and the comfort and everything about it. This summer, I mean, it's like 99 degrees. I should be wearing pins and aces. You should be wearing pins and aces because it is as breathable as it gets. And if you use that code DNVR, you're going to get 15% off. So check them out. Pins and aces for not only great golf gear, just great clothing apparel. Yeah, I threw on my pins and aces polo yesterday because I was going to the golf store. Um, uh, and to look professional. Well, the thing is, if you wear a T-shirt, they're just like, this bum isn't buying anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you wear a polo, they're uh, like, hello, sir. How can we help you today? <laughs> so, you know, I, I threw on the pins and aces, mm, got the royal treatment, damn. and then spent too much money well so they didn't hook you up with any discounts because you were you know looking fresh no i was i was thinking maybe they might yeah. you know, watch the show or something <laughs> uh any uh clubs or what we get um this is gonna sound so dumb to you oh, geez. but i literally just bought a new shaft for one a of my clubs what? shaft oh okay for your club yeah so you know the the head cover yes that covers the head oh okay 
The rest of it is the shaft. Oh, I didn't realize how big shafts were. Yeah, huge shafts. Yeah, really long. <laughs> actually, pretty skinny. Actually, I got uh, I got mine shortened. Oh wow! That, that was actually was why it I a went procedure. In. Yeah, my shaft was too Jeez, long. Jeez, <laughs> wow! Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, but the I, head stayed I, I, the same. I'm too embarrassed to say how much it cost. Oh wow! Shafts are that expensive, huh? Yes. I mean, I understand they're pretty valuable. Yes, I mean, really, it's the whole club. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Except for the tip. Exactly. Uh, so check out our friends at Pins and Aces. Also, I mean, Volo. We're talking about shafts. You can play with a lot of things over at Volo. I'm uh new league just dropped. Oh, pickleball season. No way. Yep. yep. Have you played? No, I missed the first game because I was out of town. Have you ever played? Yes. And I'm good. Oh, so you're going to tear it up. Yep. Um, Man, I really want to get into pickleball. Volo's how I need to. So I always thought I would suck at pickleball because I sucked at tennis. Okay. Um, and turns out pickleball a little bit closer to ping pong, it's and like I'm good hybrid, at ping pong, right? Yeah. It's like a full experience ping pong. The thing, it, it's just like the contact with the ball feels a lot more like ping pong, whereas like okay. tennis, right. if you hit it hard, it's just like goes. Right. A mile. Right, right. Whereas this, like, you can hit the shit out of it, and it's not going to fly. Because the ball is kind of... Ball. Yeah, yeah. It's like a hybrid of a ping and pong like and spin, tennis. And, like, the type of, like, spin that I would use in, in ping pong, like, really, really throws the, the people off. if it's like a it. wiffle ball, the spin will take that thing. Oh, yeah. So, Dang. Uh, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm, I, I get the hype. I was kind of, you know, resisting the hype. Now I get it. Man, that sounds... I mean, perfect summer sport. Yep. You're outside. You don't have to move too much. I mean, you take a step outside, you're sweating bullets. You don't want to be running all over the court like tennis. True. Man, and you can do this with Volo. Scan the QR code on our screen or use the code DNVR10 to get signed up over at Volo. That DNVR10 is going to get you $10 off. So go to Volo. Or go to Volosports.com slash Denver. That's Volosports.com slash Denver. Denver training camp two three days away Ryan in fact the Broncos reported today for camp did Russell Wilson wear his own jersey you think they're gonna tweet that out I don't think so do you think he wore the white alternate helmet like coming out of his car <laughs> I hope so that would be actually funny. and instead of the D logo on the side it's the three logo on the side oh god <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to tweet anything out. In fact, it's 1031 right now when we're recording this live, and we haven't seen anything from Broncos drop, and that is not a surprise. Sean Payton doesn't want anything coming out. So we won't know. My guess is we won't know if everyone reports until we get to see them all and do roll call. But I was thinking about it over the weekend. I think there's no reason for anyone to hold out, really. We don't have any contract disputes that uh, yet. Uh, maybe in the next couple of years, we will, and that would kind of be a good thing because it means you have like great players that deserve contracts that just haven't got them yet, but the Broncos aren't, aren't in that situation yet. So really no news today. Uh, and then tomorrow and Thursday, the Broncos are doing some conditioning. So training camp has started for them, but actually being on the field, wearing helmets uh, and throwing the ball around and stuff doesn't start until Friday, and that's the first day of fans. Man. I just can't believe it's here. I know. It is here. <clears throat> so let's preview and training camp. I got to be honest. This is the first chance the Broncos have had since 
I don't know, the Christmas game to start winning me back. Mm. Day one? Friday? No, but but it's a body of work thing, and it's really Russ. Russ is the person who needs to win me over. 100%. And so let's get into our top five storylines entering training camp presented by Bet365. And it just starts there. That's why I just had to had to jump into our top five. Russell Wilson, the easy number one storyline, Ryan? No. Give me a break. You just said it starts with Russ. It does. What are you talking about? The number one storyline. Okay. Storyline. Uh-huh. Is the potential of Javante Williams coming back from a catastrophic knee injury in like what eight months? Yeah. That's yeah. a story. Yeah, it, it certainly is. That's number two, though. It's it's all about the quarterback, Ryan. I don't care if Javante Williams <sighs> runs for two thousand yards this year and uh, just <laughs> breaks every record any breaks everyone's mind of what he just did physically uh and on the stat sheet, it doesn't matter if Russell Wilson sucks. Because if Russell well, Wilson sucks, then you're going to be 9-8 and eight yeah, with maybe. a historic running back season. If Russell Wilson turns it around and Javante isn't the Javante Williams that we know yet because he kind of needs a full year to get back, and you do get good play out of Samaj P. Ryan, the Broncos are going to win 10 games if, it, if Russell Wilson uh, plays well and is the Russell Wilson in the first 10 years of his career. Okay. Okay, I'll take it, Russell but I don't line? think it's the number one storyline. I think it's the most important thing for the Broncos. Okay. But I do think the storyline. We'll put Russ first. Okay. Uh, what is it? Can Russell Wilson? Okay. Wait, what is it? What? what Russ comeback? What was Russ's mark. hashtag? It wasn't comeback season. It was restoration. Restoration. No, he said yeah, restoration season. We said restoration <laughs> yes, season. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, Russell Wilson, comeback question mark. Ryan, I agree with you about number two. It's easily Javante Williams. Zach, this isn't being talked about enough. Yeah, yeah. He's not even on the PUP. Yeah, it's incredible. If he is just out there with the ones, my brain is going to explode. Your brain is going to explode because he was out there in the offseason program. Now, obviously, way less contact than we're going to see in training camp. And I have to imagine that he's going to be limited ex to some extent, at least for the first couple practices of training camp. And I still am cautiously, cautiously, cautiously optimistic about Javante Williams. But Ryan, I am just mind blown. The fact that he is not on PUP. I mean, last year, I thought they might just put him on IR to start the season and just can him for this entire season and just say, get better because this is such a horrific injury. And less than a year later, he's ready to go for the start of camp. It makes no sense. No, no. I and mean, like, I, I don't know, you know, we're going to I'll probably get roasted because I spent the whole offseason talking about what running back they should go after because he's not going to be back. But like, I don't even care, first of all. And no. this isn't this isn't on me. This is no. like uh, like a medical miracle. happened. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's one of two things. Literally a medical miracle. Javante Williams is unlike. 99.99 not just percent of humans but like other athletes as well or the extent of the injury wasn't as bad as we've been led to believe and no one's just uncovered that that it wasn't as bad but i'm gonna take uh, all of the reports at their word and just say that javante williams is this absolute we already knew he was a freak of an athlete but just like his ligaments are not like anyone else's yeah or they like hit up harry potter for some <laughs> healing serums yeah, yeah. or whatever um 
I my mind is blown. I'm so happy that it looks like he's going to be back. Yep. Um, I hope that we're pressing all the right buttons here. And you t- right there with you. And you talk about how this is a storyline because just because he's not on the PUP to start training camp doesn't mean he's all good to go. And we'll see exactly how they treat him if he's half limited, if he's really doing nothing, they just don't didn't want him on the PUP, or if he's 100% ready to go at the very start and then see how he progresses after getting hit in a first preseason yeah. game. See how he progresses after a very intense day of practice. Full day of pads, first full day of pads, next Monday, Ryan. We're less than a week away from the first full day of pads in camp. So that's a storyline to follow because every day we're going to be seeing, okay, after Javante practiced yesterday, what is he doing today? How does his knee look? Oh, my gosh, he doesn't have the brace today. Oh, my gosh, he's not practicing. What's going on here? Yeah, every day we will be following it. Yep, 100%. Number three. I th- I think we're going to be on the same page. Okay. Number three is just like Sean Payton's first training camp. <sighs> I hesitate to even putting this in the top five. The coach? Yes. And and you know why? Let, let me explain this to okay. you. There's... I know what Sean Payton is. I know what he's bringing. You do? He, yeah, he's bringing. He's a top five coach in the NFL right now. And you can debate that's if he's a story. four, if he's seven. He's in Denver. No, but that's just who he is. I mean, that that's what the Broncos are getting with him. Uh, and being out at, at the offseason program, just seeing him, it's like, okay, they've got a great coach, nothing to worry about. Uh, move on to the next thing. But I can put him here at number three. And the reason <laughs> is because just... Uh, it's a story. It's, it's the first... Yeah, I just don't think we're going to be coming in here and and following anything with Sean Payton. Oh, yes, we are. I think it's just going to be like, yeah, this team looks like a competent team that's That's being coached extremely well. A huge fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what they have right now. Like, there's nothing like with Russ. Is he going to be good or bad? We're going to be following that. With Javante, is he going to be practicing or not? With with Sean, there's no question for me. That's why it's not really a storyline. Is I just like... It's a known thing for me, you know? The question is, what does his training camp look like? It's going to be intense. We know that. It's going to be intense. That's awesome. It it is awesome. We're going to talk about it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And another interesting thing with with this training camp is Sean Payton could have had the guys practicing tomorrow. Instead... He decided to give him two days of conditioning, just like he did in the offseason program. So he's doing things differently where there's actually going to be less football practice this camp because he's also giving them the longest stretch that these guys have in terms of practices is three days. Ryan, we've seen practices with or stretches with Vic Fangio, Gary Kubiak, Vance Joseph, where they have four, five, six days in a row of practices. And I think the reason why Sean's only doing max of three is because he is going to run them into the ground and then say, we're going to make it really intense three days, but then I'm going to give you a day off. So I'm going to treat you right, but you better be ready to go for three days in a row. I love that. That's a story. But we know it. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're saying. And I think because it's his first camp, I'm totally okay putting it in here. But I just, to me, there's just no questions in the best way possible with Sean. Okay. Fair enough. Number four. There's a few different ways I can go here. I have a leaning. I would say health. Ah, That's not a story. What do you mean (laughs) it's not a story? That's something we don't know at all. So what would you, what's your leaning go to here? Um, How the wide receiver room shakes out. Okay. And uh, specifically with that, I would go Marvin Mims just to see uh, 
Is he the number two receiver? That's your guy. Is he the number? He, I just, he's Sean Payton's guy. He's outside of them picking up Jerry Judy's fifth year option. He's the only significant move they've made where you point and say, that's Sean Payton's dude. I like that. Um, I just, the whole wide receiver room is fascinating to me. Start from the top. Jerry Judy yep. uh, came on like a true number one at the end of last season. Yep. Is he that guy? Yep. Does Sean Payton think he's that guy? Does he unlock him to a new level um, as he's done with so many wide receivers before him? Um, Cortland Sutton, what's the deal here? Yeah. Does he have a place? Because they shopped him pretty hard. Yeah. Tim Patrick, is he really help? quick? Rumors, rumors buzzing around Cortland Sutton that the Patriots are potentially interested in him now. Still, I haven't been around to dive into him enough to know if they're rumors or if there's something sub substantive there. Just your your hint. Yeah. You think there's something there? Yes. Uh, you I, know. Do, I do too. Just a, just a hint or the, just a guess. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And it, there's literally been a smoldering smoke for the entire offseason. Yeah. So I just think there's an interest there in, in moving someone. Um, and that's also a big part of the storyline. Does Marvin Mims prove to be a good enough two or three with Tim Patrick. Yep. And then they can say, yeah, maybe we don't need a second for Cortland because we feel really good about this receiver room. We'll just settle for a fourth or something. Yeah. And so you have um, that. And then we haven't even talked about Tim Patrick yet. Is yeah. Timmy healthy? Yeah. Um, is he the same guy that he was before the injury or at least close enough um, to where we're, you know, excited about him once again? It, the whole room is just, fascinating and even down to like the last couple spots that they're gonna have is like yeah it's kind of interesting so um i love that room and wide receivers are one of the best positions to watch at training camp yep so i like that, that there's uh, extra intrigue on that position it's one of the easiest, easiest to judge yeah. too uh someone's saying offensive line has to be number five i don't think so because i think this offensive line group at worst is average so what's the and i'm asking this you know to the to the commenter just out loud What's the question with the offensive line that would, would build a story? It, it How would, much better are they? Yeah, I think it would be, are they elite? And we just won't, we won't be know. able to find that out during camp. And so that's why my number five, if we're not doing health, which is BS, Ryan, uh, BSRK, uh, I think you got to go edge rushers here because this is the deciding factor. If this defense can be top 10 or if they could be pushing bottom 10 group in the nfl this year if the pass rushers are great and randy gregory's healthy for the most part and frank clark is the frank clark of a couple of years ago and baron browning gets healthy by the time of the start of the season or at least a couple weeks into the season and he shows flashes like he did uh last year this group could be great and if they are great this defense has a chance to be great unfortunately the way that it's just projecting in my mind right now Baron Browning's hurt right now. He's placed uh, on the NFI right now. Uh, so he's not going to be ready for start of camp. I'm worried about what he's going to look like for just the rest of the season since he had a pec injury. Uh, and now Randy Gregory, just not counting on him being healthy. Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito. I mean, this is kind of the group you're, you're looking at that could be the starters for a significant amount of games this year. And Ryan, if that unit isn't good, then you're really going to hurt not Pat Sertan and Justin Simmons, but you're really going to hurt the rest of the secondary and the inside linebackers in coverage. And then the defensive line is going to have so much more pressure on them. I think the, 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 the 
Defense, how good they are, completely rests on the edge rushers. Man, uh, that's a scary one because the question there is is the opposite of the offensive line. The offensive line question is how good are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. The pass rushers, how bad are they? Yeah. yeah. Sadly, um, that's the position that I think they're in. So, you know, maybe Randy Gregory is healthy the whole year and Frank Clark is Pro Bowl Frank, Frank Clark. Yeah. That's like best case scenario for the Broncos. Huge. And even then you have two guys who like their best season ever combined would be what? 15 sacks combined. Yeah. 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 That scares me. Yeah. It's very deeply true. scares me. Um, so I don't know. I think, you know, you said it's not going to hurt Pat and Justin. It will. It will hurt them. Um, the, you know, the one time Pat got cooked last year was on a double move from Devonte Adams. Yeah. If you have a pass rush, there's no time for double, yeah. double moves. Great so, point. um, I worry about the pass rush so much. Yannick Ngakwe, still sitting out there. Yeah, very true. So, you know, you talk about the pass rushers as a storyline, just the guys on the market and following it and seeing if the Broncos feel like yeah. they need to make a move is kind of part of the story. I would feel so much more comfortable uh, about just the group of pass rushers that they have if they were to go get Yannick Ngakwe. So there, I, I completely agree because he is a consistent eight or nine or ten sacks every single season and you don't have to have an asterisk there and say when healthy no he's just always healthy man it would be pretty wild if in two months before the season starts they add two pass rushers that end up leading the team in sacks so that is something certainly to follow and those are our top five storylines presented by bet 365 that we will be following every single day of camp and by the way ryan every single day of camp we will be coming to you live to break down what's going on. The Broncos have two Saturday practices. Guess what? We'll be out there at Saturday practices, and then we'll be here breaking it down after to give you the best Broncos camp coverage. That's why we weren't working doing a pod yesterday, so we can be doing it on Saturday. So make sure to smash that subscribe on YouTube. Hit us with a thumbs up now that it's football season. If you're listening on the podcast side, hit us with a five-star review and subscribe. We really, really appreciate it. And man, looking at those Broncos alternate helmets, Ryan, I almost needed my Shady Rays on mm. because of just how icy fresh they yeah. were. And Shady Rays, I mean, the best pair of sunglasses. We're going to need our Shady Rays out at training camp. In fact, we're each going to need a couple of pairs because of how much we're going to be in the sun. And thankfully, Shady Rays giving you a discount. If you use the code DNVR, you're going to get 50% off two or more pairs of their polarized sunglasses. There's no better glasses than Shady Rays. And by the way, that 50% off makes this deal like insane because their sunglasses aren't expensive like most sunglasses are. It just feel like you walk into a sunglass store and you're like, okay, it's going to be a couple hundred dollars for a pair of sunglasses. Not over at Shady Rays. I've never done that in my life. Gone into a store and bought sunglasses? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, like my ability to keep sunglasses healthy and around uh, is, is so bad that it's just like, <laughs> I, like, there, this is too high risk for me. Like, I'm not going to lose my driver shaft. Right, right, right. You know, like, well, it's just on you all the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lose that. So I'm willing to spend good money on it. I uh, will fair. lose those sunglasses or I'll put them, you know, right here. That's where I like to hold them. Yep. And I don't know. The Buffs will score a touchdown and they'll <laughs> all be celebrating and they'll gone. fall down and get crushed. So you've lost a couple of Folsom. Uh, the last one I lost was at memorial stadium lincoln nebraska oh. celebrating a glorious game-winning touchdown from lavisca chanel fell off 
mm. right under my friend's foot crunch yeah i bet i i know that uh nebraska was not at the pac-12 media day because they're not pac-12 but would you even given them shador sanders barbecue sauce would that have just been too good for them i would have given them uh that with some poison in it <laughs> of course you would have so check out our friends over at shady rays nothing poisonous about Shady Rays and use that code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses. And man, Palisade Peach Breckenridge beer. We're talking about training camp comes around. That is Palisade Peach time. Yep. And although Palisade Peach beer is great year round because they have it year round, this is the time to absolutely make sure your fridge is stocked with it. Absolutely. Um, Breckenridge beer is just alone. It's just. There's nothing like you come home from a long day at work. It's still beautiful outside. Yep. Sun has just started oh. to dip below the mountains. For me, just below the skyline. So it's still out, oh, but cool. it's not sunny on my on my porch anymore. Yep. Go outside, get your feet up, crack a Breck brew, ice Man. cold. Oh, that's like me. that's honestly like maybe the peak of life. Especially this Friday because it's first training camp is a Friday. Oh yeah. If it's me, I'm throwing on, you know, maybe a little Zach Bryan. Mm. Um, oh, man, what else have I listened to late, recently? Who's that country guy that's also like folk but bluegrass? Well, that's Zach Bryan, oh, but that's also, him. <laughs> well, he's more, yeah, he's folk country, I would say. And then Tyler Childers, is that what you were thinking? I I would have no idea. Okay, yeah, that, it would just be your guy, Chris you're, Stapleton. I've been on a big Chris Stapleton kick lately. You're my country guy. He's so soulful. You're my country guy. For you. <laughs> Quinn 92. There we go. There we go. By the, did you see the sunset sunset yesterday? No. Oh, it was cotton candy skies. It was it was almost blue and orange. What time was, was this? It was 8:21 when I saw it. Okay, so I was in the car from like seven to seven thirty. Then okay. I was in a restaurant. It probably ah, yeah yeah. The sun then was you, going then down. You, but I mean, the sun sunsets are just great times to yes. be sitting outside drinking breck brew probably a strawberry sky yeah what it's named after. <laughs> it's very true it was a strawberry sky last night love that so check them out over at breckbrew.com to find their breck beer locator ryan vibes have been great we're back the broncos are back alternate helmets are here any wazarike is not here in fact he's not going to be here for all 17 games this season, plus any playoff games the Broncos have. Plus, he's going to miss the entire offseason program next year after he received a, at least a year-long suspension, suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games in 2022. Yeah, and the severity of this, is this the most severe we've seen so far in terms of the length of suspension for any player yeah yeah it it matches it ma uh, yeah. the, the worst one <clears throat> um man this is this is a tough one so i understand the people who are saying like it's hypocritical of the nfl to take all this money from uh betting sponsors and then you know drop the hammer like this on players damn you and i are gonna be in the same spot on this it's <clears throat> that's not the right way of looking at it no the nfl cannot i mean the biggest scandals in sports history are all about players betting on games yeah um throwing games for betting like all of yeah. it it comes down yeah. to that the nfl cannot afford a situation where anyone thinks 
that players could be throwing games. Right. And as soon as an NFL player is betting on games, we're like one to two steps away from that. Yep. So they have to drop the hammer so hard here to make sure that we don't get into a world where that's a possibility. And here's the other thing, Zach. For years, for a, for a very long time, it has been understood in NFL circles that the marijuana regulations in the league are just a test of your IQ. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, hey, look, you're going to get tested around this time. Yep. Don't be dumb enough to get caught then. Right. Yep. This is the same thing. Mm. Now, it's one mm. they really don't want you to do it. But it really is an IQ test. The way these guys are getting caught yeah. is like, you've got to be so dumb. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. I heard some, I don't know if the word is rumors. I heard a little bit about what went down in this specific situation. Chatter? Yeah. And... It just makes me, like, so mad. Yeah. Because I'm just like, dude, come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you know, go home, bet on basketball, yep. whatever. You can yep. do that. Yep, yep, you can. To to get caught and get suspended like this, yep. you have to have been really dumb. Yep. And that part to me is just like, ugh. That's a million dollars you yep. just cost yourself by just being reckless. Literally almost $900,000 in salary is what any cost himself. And he might have also just cost himself his career after one year in the NFL because what's going to be so brutal for him is missing all of next offseason as well. Yes. So he's not going to be on the football field again I, until next training camp. I don't really I don't really see a reason for the Broncos to keep him. No, and I mean, especially if you're Sean Payton, he's a fourth-round pick that maybe was going to have an opportunity to start this year, but probably be a role player, probably very likely make the team, I think, especially the way he came on at the end of the season last year. But now, I mean, if you want to show that this is not acceptable, kind of a maybe the perfect it's guy like to cut. Free, I'm yeah. sorry to say this, any, but a perfect guy to cut because it's not a guaranteed starter. And it's also not someone who's like so back of the roster where you just send no message at all. You cut him, you are sending a message to two guys. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and it, it just bums me out when stuff like this happens. And he has a great story. Yeah. Um, you know, he has worked so hard for everything that he's earned. Yeah. And he, I don't know, uh, made a really bad decision. Yeah. And it's going to cost him a lot. Yeah, it's going to cost just the dollars. Yeah. Um, but it could cost him his roster spot. It could cost him it's just future in the NFL. Um, and, and that bums me out because I don't want to just pile on a guy for making a bad decision. But at the same time, it's so avoidable just yep. by thinking about what you're doing. Man, so and it's not like these guys don't know the rules. It is so obvious. You can't bet on any NFL game ever. Nope. Never, ever do it through your name, through someone else's name, in person, on a sports betting app. You just don't do that. And then you also don't bet anything when you're inside the team facility. Now, some other guys around the league have got suspended this year for betting on like NBA games while they were inside the NFL facility. That's kind of stupid in my mind but those are the rules yep but like in terms of rules if you want to say you're stupid and maybe need to be changed sure i could see you saying maybe let's do something about that especially if a guy's like 
in his car but still on property and bets on an NBA game. But like, Maybe that shouldn't be a six-game suspension, but you still know the rules. But when it comes to betting on NFL games, there's never been a question on if that's okay or not. And we know from what the NFL said, I mean, he like, was doing that. In the history of sports, yes. that's never been a question. No, you do not bet on the league that you play in league. No. Yeah, it, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I, I like want to make jokes about it, and then I feel bad about it, and yeah. I'm like, ah, I think you deserve to get roasted, and then I'm like, ah, oh, man, you're so young. I totally like agree. I just keep yep. going back and yep. forth. Yeah. But that is just it's just the word that I keep coming back to is reckless. It's the that you know young invincibility that you have. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, I'm not gonna get caught. It's very true, especially ending his rookie year strong, feeling really good about it. Now maybe he was doing that at the start of the season. We don't know about that. I'm very curious to see how Sean Payton handles this. If he uh, takes extra steps to make sure the team knows, or if he says that was last year, I've already we've already had presentations this year because this did not happen under Sean Payton's watch. This happened under the previous regime, whether it was Nathaniel Hackett or when uh, Rosberg came in. It happened last year, uh, and I'm curious just how Sean Payton handles this. Maybe by the time training camp starts, they do make a move on any. Zach, do you know if there's any difference in punishment based on the teams that you bet on? Like, if you just bet on Chiefs Chargers on Thursday Night Football, is that the same as if you bet on Broncos Chargers Thursday Night Football? It's a great question on if your team involved would have even more of an impact. It feels like it should. And yeah. that, that's why I feel like they said, like, he's suspended at least a year. Like, they're yeah. still investigating yeah. all of that different stuff. Yeah. He can't apply for reinstatement until a year from yesterday. And so, but honestly, want, the most brutal punishment. Does that mean he's out for training camp next year? Because they're not, like, I don't think the statement gets um, processed immediately. Like, they probably have to all do a whole. Potentially. He could be out for, you know, the first couple weeks of camp. It's just absolutely brutal for him. Now, he doesn't count against a roster spot for the Broncos. The Broncos don't have to pay him. He doesn't count against cap space. So there's really no downside to keeping him on the roster unless you want to send a message. So yeah. that would be the reason that you would or, – or, and or you just think, well, this guy's not going to play football for 12 months. And he's not going to be in the facility for 12 months. Yeah, he's not going to be a player next year. What? I don't even want to waste our time having to think about this decision next year. We're just moving on right now. It will never – makes sense to me why guys who get this opportunity do the things that they know they can't do yeah in order to keep this opportunity it doesn't it's hard for you and i to relate i don't think there's anything that's like cut and dry i mean other than like just like crimes right there's nothing that's like cut and dry it's like if you do this we're gonna fire you right 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 but it's just so obvious like i guess this is a crime but like don't drink and drive. Right. Like you're an NFL player. What are you doing? Yeah. Don't drink and drive. You have all the money in the world yeah. for someone your age. Get an Uber. Get a, a private driver for right. anything but that. Right. This one is almost even like worse. Yeah. Because it's just like, how, there's just like one thing you know you can't do He's while not- you're at work. And the bets that he made, who knows if they were $5 or if they were $100,000. But now they were $900,000 plus. Hopefully you bet the under on like the first 11 <laughs> games of the Broncos <laughs> season for 10 grand a piece. You know, if he's a defensive lineman yeah. and he's like, well, I know we're going to do our job and I don't think the offense is going to do their job. The under's good. Crazy. But it really, it really does. It sucks.
but at the end of the day, he made those decisions, and Sean Payton has to make sure that no other Broncos are going to make that decision because now it has trickled into the Broncos organization. Before any, no one in the Broncos had got bus, and we'd seen bus start going around the league, but now it has hit the Broncos. So really quickly, I just want to say this. I think betting on – if you bet on your team for anything – but them to win i think you can make the case that should be a lifetime ban even if you bet the under think of it this way if you're on defense and you have the under and let's just say the under uh in the game well let's uh, i don't know what if i guess you could maybe make the case that that one's okay too but like what if you have the (laughs) team total under and it's like 16 and a half and the offense is on 16 and you're on defense and like it's Mm. third and one yeah. You just let yourself get pushed over right, a little bit right. so the clock keeps running it's and the true. game runs out. Yeah, you're right. And so you can't have that. Um, but the easiest thing, just if you bet on your team, you could make the case that even if you bet on them to win, just because it's your team, that you're done. I don't think I don't I think if you bet on them to win, it's fine. And I understand not that. Not fine, but it's not any worse than anything else because it's like you should be doing everything just, you can yeah. to get your team to win, and that like doesn't that doesn't change, change how the hard problem. I'm I'm trying. Yes, exactly. um, and wasn't that Pete Rose's argument? Yes, that he he said he only bet on the Reds to win. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just so crazy to me that this many guys are getting caught. And to be honest, Zach, I've known that NFL players bet. Yeah. Um, for a long time, but. The recklessness is yep, what gets it yep, to me. Yep. There's ways to do it. There's so many ways <laughs> to do it. Or just bet on other things. If you really want to bet on sports, there's so many other sports out there that I would you just can bet. Say like no NFL player should have any of the apps. Right. Right. Nothing in your name. Probably people you live with probably shouldn't have them either. <laughs> Anyone with your same last name probably shouldn't either. Yep. And any, anything uh, like that. Just Anyone Never you, bet on an app. Anyone you know probably shouldn't be putting down massive money on weird props. Also, going back to recklessness, all of these companies are in bed with the NFL. Yep, yep. They have a vested interest in like doing anything the NFL wants them to. So do you have any, any issue with the NFL taking betting money while then telling the players they can't bet? No. Yeah, I don't either. Um, you know the rules. They've made it very clear. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't and really, like, I, I think it's that argument is just has holes in it. It's, fl- it's a flawed argument. But you see it every time that someone gets busted. You see, I know oh, it, whoa, the Broncos are going to get paid by whoever they're getting paid by, yet they can't, that any can't bet on. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a kind of a weak attempt at an argument. Like, of course you can't bet on it. Yeah, yeah. That's n- you can't and I because don't think then that, it ruins the game. Right. And I don't think that that has any impact on the NFL taking the sponsorship money. Like they wouldn't be able to bet regardless. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a really good point. Something uh, that we like doing here, drinking Breck beers, betting, watching sports. You can do all of that unless you're an NFL player at DNVR, right? Here, and speaking of DNVR, kind of a lull time for sports right now, except for the Broncos, but we've got a sale going on right now. Our summer blowout sale over at the DNVR locker. You can get so many cool shirts at a great price. So check out the DNVR locker. 
right now. Also, we've got the Women's World Cup going on. Yep. That is going on. The tomorrow DMV night, bar. 7 o'clock. Uh, so you got to come by tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Check it out. That This is the place to be. I mean, it was definitely the place to be for the Men's World Cup. It's definitely the place to be for the Women's World Cup as well. Oh, uh, yeah. The state of Colorado is going to win the World Cup. I like it. So f- the first game, Colorado 3, Vietnam 0. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. Is it going to continue? I hope so. How amazing would that what, be? What if at Tomorrow's the end... actually going to be the game of the group stage. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. What if at the end of it, we're able to point to like the scores and say, actually, if only Colorado players <laughs> scored, they still would have won. Oh, man. That would just be the ultimate DNVR. It would. Stat. Um, women's soccer in Colorado is incredible. Like, yeah. You know, we talk a lot about like college football, like baseball, you know, put out great, great, great products, um, skiing, soccer in Colorado. You grew up here like every girl. Yeah. In Colorado plays soccer. Yeah. If they're an athlete and it's uh, it's clearly shown. Yeah. After, man, that is so cool. So we might be getting two pro teams by 2024 that are women's sports. We in deserve two different it. leagues, which is going to be dope as hell. This hell is the, yeah. the by 2024. Yep. Wow. We're gonna start winning championships just like we did in lacrosse. They just right away just hit the ground running. Championships. I mean, off just rip. like we did with the NHL. There's 19, uh, women, uh, 19 players from Colorado in the NWSL, which I think like the second most from any state, which is like insane. That is incredible. Damn. Um. Also, Zach, we're going to Chicago. Let's go. We want you guys to come with us. Um. We put this out there. Just gonna be honest. Doesn't seem like you guys want to hang out with us oh, that much. Damn. Um, so, you know, you me? if we want to make this happen, we need some people to want to go with us. Um, so, and so what are you talking about? So if you want to, you can get your flight, your hotel, your tailgate and mm-hmm. your game ticket all through us. And like transportation to Trans- the game. Transportation from the airport to the hotel, transportation from the hotel to the game. Hell yeah. Actually to the tailgate. Um, but all of it with us. Yeah. Like. We're having um, concourse beers at the <laughs> airport before we go to Chicago. Let's go. And we're talking about for the week four game against the no week three. No week four game against the Bears. I mean, also October, the beginning of October in Chicago. It's probably the best time to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not in the winter. You're not in the summer. It's going to be beautiful. I think that game is going to be electric, too. Because I think the Bears are going to be legit, more legit than they were last year, at least. And watching Justin Fields in person, yeah, hell yeah. We're getting like Italian beefs and oh, deep dish pizza. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a <sighs> Chicago style dogs. I'm starving. Going to Wiener Circle. Oh my god, you probably know all the places now with I CHGO. Do. I am compiling a hell of a, <laughs> a list of great restaurants in American cities. Yeah, you really are. I mean. Especially with what maybe around the corner. What would you say? Do you have good ones from PHNX? Yeah. Yeah. Some Mexican food? See, you think Colorado Mexican food is better. Mexican so food that's why I'm like smokes Arizona. So then Mexican like what food. what are you looking for there? There is a really good taco place there that I love called Taco Boys. Okay. Um could eat that all day. Um, it's clear that you're not eating in and out. Yep. Um trying to th- Oh, yeah, in <laughs> Vegas. Uh, oh yeah, Vegas is now on your list. Yep, uh, Yaya gave me a recommendation that was incredible tacos. Oh, and it lived up to it. Oh yeah, 
I had it twice while I was there in three days. Yeah, you got, I guess it is past 11 now, so some people's lunchtime, but I'm dying. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Isaiah says El Take. I can only assume that that's about the Colorado versus Arizona Mexican food. When yeah. I tell you, this isn't even a competition. Really? Yes. Really? See, you just... It's not even. You are the most Colorado... And I thought I was the most Colorado I know, and that's why, like, if it was until just, meeting you. If it's like a tiebreaker and I go Colorado, like maybe you can... Pull, this yeah. is not a competition. You're just it's this not is, close. This is, you know, um, Georgia versus a D3 team. Well, it's man, that's a blowout. It's not even close. Yeah. We're setting the line at 50 and a half. Yeah. Damn. E- except for that taco spot. That that uh that holds its own. Taco sounds so good, right? A Buria taco. Oof. Oh man. Uh Zuriel in the comments said, Zach loves an airport. You know I love airports. Unfortunately, DIA What? Really dropping on the list. Okay, that DIA used to be is like my favorite having... place on earth on earth. Yeah, Shut G-E-N up. now. No, Shut up. Zach made a big deal about me. <laughs> Not me. Zach one time was like, You're you a DEN guy? guy? Never <laughs> said that <laughs> yet. Here. A really big deal about it. No, There's no way. way. No, no, no way. Like, there was a show where he kept bringing up, Do you guys know that DIA changed for DEN? I think I brought it up. That was because of that one I, guy's tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm still saying it. What did I say? What did I say for this? I said DIA. He said DIA. Yeah, of course I did. Damn, you're here. Uh, definitely a DIA guy. DIA um, is having maybe the worst year of anything around. It's unbelievably bad. It is bad. But now I just go earlier and I've been starting to discover some like little hidden gems around the airport. You know what I didn't realize, which is just so stupid, is credit cards, they just have like free lounge passes. And yes. I've just been blowing them. Wait, did you hear that from me or someone else? Um, no, I just realized on my credit card. Yeah. this trip yeah Allie's credit card has two different ones yeah like and it's in every place yeah yeah so and- yeah there's like sick lounges some of them just give you like basically cash they're like hey there's not a lounge here but if you just go to this restaurant you get like 38 dollars a person damn you can get a couple drinks that with that yes damn so yeah dia i'm sorry check your credit card benefits you really should i literally did that last night went and checked um, every single benefit on my credit cards because I was like, what else do I not know about? I know. And there's some that you're like, yeah, I'm never going to use that. But other ones, totally. Yeah, hell yeah. The lounge is so much better than not. Especially because now you have to arrive to DIA like two hours early yep. just in case. <laughs> yep. Three hours too. And now Although, it's enjoyable. TSA pre, wow. What a thing. Oh, also, my credit card, I found out after getting home from this trip, TSA's free. If you like buy it through them, they reimburse you for it. So it's like, wow, why haven't I done this? You got to do it. Um, you can just go to like a Staples. You don't have to go to the approved? airport. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Staples. Yeah. Now that was easy. There, <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. <laughs> you just like, there's like a 10 to 4 window or something. You you get a, wow. a um, an appointment. You literally go in, like press four buttons on an iPad and you're good. Too bad you couldn't do that for the passport. Instead, you're willing to travel to Hawaii to get this thing. I know. We're going out of the country um, next month, and Allie and I are going to Ecuador for a wedding. That would be awesome. And she learned from my mistakes, man. Already got her passport. Mm, Smart, because hers was was running up. Yep. Yeah. You got got 10 years on yours, so you're good. I know. I'm good. 
Man, I'm gonna be 40, so stressed. And then, oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, def <laughs> you're definitely gonna forget how stressful this one was. You're gonna be like, nah, it's okay, I can It'll do it be three fine. days before. It worked out last time. <laughs> right, yeah. You're just gonna be like, yep. I'm older, I'm wiser, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. But to be fair, you did learn from uh, pushing airports till the last minute. You did learn from that. Now it's, you get there early. I know. So I think you're a learner, right? You just have to learn why. You have to figure out why getting to the airport early is a good thing. Or and you if you have those benefits on yeah, your card, it's true. It's true. It's you literally get paid for going there early. Yeah, it's true. So I mean, anyone that's still in the learning stages of life like we are, check your credit card rewards. And Amen. check the comment section because we got a few super chats that we Let's need go. to hit. Coming in from our friend Kyle Garcia says, PS2 looks like a king on that ice throne. New helmets are fire. I was able to secure half price tickets to the December 3rd Chargers game. Great choice. Like Ice Cube said, today was a good day. Great choice. Um, Get to December see 31st, I think it says. Oh, you're right. I thought that was an exclamation mark. Even better choice. Yep. I mean, start your New Year's Eve party by watching the Broncos beat the Chargers in what should be a huge divisional game for both teams. Oh, we can only hope. Yep. Oh, That's man. a good bet on the Broncos. You just placed a bet on the Broncos. You really did. Yeah, but you're not a Bronco player, so it's okay. That, that yeah. is true. <laughs> yeah. That's a type I mean, that's a type of bet you could make if you're a player. Buy like a lot of tickets for your family to come to the last game of the season. True. That's a legal bet. That is. Yeah. That is. Because they may be worth nothing. They may be worth a lot more. I don't know why you that that just kicked this into my brain, but I've been having a lot of regret lately that I didn't oh, go geez. to the Taylor Swift concert. What and you were here? Yeah. Yeah. That is one that you especially you went to the last one. I know, and it here. was amazing, but I went to that one for free. Well, and we go. Shout out. Yes, and we go. <laughs> R.I.P. Bring it back, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, went to that one for free, and this one was just like, I was just like, I can't justify paying more than I did for the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, because this would have been four figures or close to. Everything I saw was four figures. I'm surprised you didn't just hop in a Uber, try to find one on the way there, and then you're just there a having to buy one. A friend of a friend was just at the stadium tailgating like the way that like a Broncos fan would before yeah. a game. Like, I don't yeah. have tickets, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to tailgate. Um, and <laughs> a girl came up to her. This is a, a true story. A girl came up to her and said, there's four, uh, like the, the friend of mine and three of her friends and said, I have four extra tickets. My dad owns Empower. <laughs> Take them. No way. Yep. And so they like went with her floor seats oh my gosh like front row for free for free oh my gosh that's a value Just of like 10 g's yeah or yeah for those seats holy yeah, at cow least. wow wait owns empower field or just empower Probably i don't think empower, you can own empower right? field yeah like like Unless not even the owners like, own empower field yeah you're right i thought he meant um, like empower the company yeah, the yeah i think that's what it is they're probably extremely wealthy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but made me, uh, I've never had any positive feelings towards the company in power. Towards Empower? Until now. Okay, good. Uh, good. That's a chill thing to do. Supporting Denver people for Taylor Swift. We yeah. like that. That yeah. was chill. Yeah. That was very chill. <laughs> and I think like they were around the same age. So that girl was just like, oh, like I brought my friends, but then like we seem like we would get along with you guys. Right. So come on in. Damn. That is awesome. Who's doing that to the Chargers game on December 31st? Maybe me. Speaking of, you know how you know the stadium isn't owned by anyone? Because the reason that there's half price tickets to two, or there's 2,000 half price tickets to every game 
is because when the taxpayers agreed to pay for some of the stadium, this is what they got in return. <sighs> we got to do a better job negotiating next time. <laughs> Get me on the stand. What do we need? 15,000 half-price tickets? Yeah, maybe just all? all of the remaining tickets after the season ticket holders for Damn. one day are half-price. I would love that. <laughs> and talk about just if you want to continue to sell out forever and ever and ever, you do that. Yeah. Um, did you see what the cheapest ticket was? I could not believe there was this cheap of a ticket on the original market for a Broncos game. So half price ticket. So it's half it's price half of, of the cheapest one. I'm going to say... I, I still don't believe these tickets exist fully. $55? Yeah. Slash it. Walmart slash it. 35 Slash it again. 25 Slash it. 20 Slash it. 15 Yes. Is that insane? There's a $30 normal ticket. No. For the, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. No. I was like, I could see 75 I thought 75 maybe? was the cheapest you could possibly get. And then half price, and that 37 was like, and a half? I think that was like five years ago that I thought yeah. that. Yeah. There's a $30 ticket out there somewhere. <laughs> Are we sure? According to the Broncos, Okay, I should say. Yeah. Well, I've been seeing uh, tickets on uh, our friends over at Game Time. Yeah. And they're... Like legit, like you can get in for 50 bucks right now. Oh, you should buy those now because I think unlike last year where ticket prices only went down, I think ticket prices are only going up for the Broncos this year. I'm having good feelings. You're betting on the Broncos. Time tight. You are betting on the Broncos. Time away made me more confident on this team. That's good, man. Yeah. That's yeah. good. A little, yeah. little refresher. Yeah. What is it like? Um, What's the dating thing? You would know this. Or like love thing, like when you're further away, the heart grows stronger. Oh, uh, fonder. absence makes the heart yeah, grow fonder. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, distance makes the heart okay, grow fonder. Okay, yeah, I, I believe. It could be either. Literally anything, you, whatever, it all makes sense. <laughs> distance, absence. Abstinence makes the heart grow fonder, <laughs> Probably. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we got another super Ab chat to hit. Is absence even a word? It doesn't feel like it right now in my brain. Yeah, yeah, of okay, course, good. yeah, yeah. So you were never absent in class then. Oh, if you don't know I that was that was a, actually, a word. I had a pretty good attendance record. It was what I used with my teachers at the end of the semester to help them help oh, me. Oh, smart. Get my grade. Had up. I was like, I, it's not like I ditched class. I'm right, here. Right. I'm just not paying attention to anything <laughs> you say. So I'm usually <laughs> taking a nap. <laughs> but I was here. Um, no, Availability like, is the most important ability, Ryan. It's totally true. All right, before. Actually, do we have questions? We got a quick super chat. Greg S. says, feels so good to have y'all back. LOL, you don't know what you have till it's gone for a week or so. Hope to see you guys in Miami. Congrats again, Zach. Thank you so much, Greg. And uh, why don't you take a trip the next week after Miami? Take yeah. a trip up to Chicago with Let's us. Let's do it. Miami. Miami. So we considered Miami. Hot. It's just going to be too hot. Too hot and... Uh, I mean, I guess that game would be a good game. You got Mike McDaniel. You got Tua. I don't like the stadium at all. It feels so... Uh, what's the right word for it? Sterile? Yeah, sterile's exactly the right... They, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it does not feel like it's for the Dolphins at all. No. And it's like in a suburb. It's weird. Yeah. Um, wait, okay. Before we do any more questions, I want to use some time in the in the show here for you to tell us about your wedding. Ah. Because if we don't do it now, we might never. That's very true. Man, I don't know even know where to start. The past two weeks have just been incredible. The wedding day, it, you know, everyone says it, goes by so quick, cherish it all, and it was just incredible. It was incredible to have 
uh, like the closest people to you all in one room, um, you know, have so many stories told. It was so, so cool. We did it up in the mountains, which my now wife and I just love the mountains. So it was just really good vibes. And then we went to uh, Tel Aviv for our yeah. honeymoon. And it was at every your ride to Tel Aviv. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and anytime we tell someone you're going there, I was I got a little nervous about like what it was going to be like. And it was just it was so cool because you get some culture. You're also in a big city. You also get the beach, which is right there. Mm -hmm. And then it's your honeymoon. So you stay at a, at a cool hotel that has a rooftop pool overlooking the Sweet. beach. So you get it all. You do a day trip to Jerusalem. And we actually had a commenter say, uh, I want a good, bad, and confusing nice. going back to our trip. Um, so I'll give a shout out to uh, the commenter. I'll find the commenter who said it. But um, a good, the, uh, the lifestyle there is awesome. I mean, this is a place where, yes, there's cars, there's public transportation, but there's like own streets for walking for riding your bike and then for scootering as well ryan nice. you uh, i know you've been to tel aviv mm -hmm. but Not i don't think scooter scooters area. are around yeah. this is your place Hell i know yeah. denver's your place but for scooter life Every block, I kid you not, there's like 50 scooters just waiting for you. That's awesome. And then there's just paths where just scooters go. And then, I, does this exist in Denver? Uh, turtle mode on scooters? Where I don't think if so. You're in a, see, I didn't think so either. If you're in a specific spot of the city, it just automatically slows your scooter down because it's like a heavily oh, traffic thing. kind of, yeah. A lot of them just shut off here, though. It's like you have to get out of this zone. Oh, interesting. I mean, that it makes sense, but I'm just like, wow, this is like technology so cool. So that just being an outdoor land, I mean, you have the beach right there on the city, and then the food is just incredible. So much seafood. The hummus was. Oh, dude, the hummus. I, I like I like hummus uh -huh. in here. Yep. My wife loves it. I like it there. Insane. insane. <laughs> I, it's like whipped peanut butter, where you get the creaminess of the peanut butter, uh, but it's like it's light enough to just eat a ton. I that. And Isn't I it just, so weird when you go to certain places and the same like the same dish tastes world's better i don't understand 100 years ago when it's hard to travel i would get it because yeah. people aren't going to tel aviv and from denver to tel aviv easily so it doesn't translate but how does that not happen now but that definitely is one of the things um so that's the good the bad isn't bad it's it's a it's a different is the um safety there so a lot of people said oh, i'm worried about you guys we felt 100% safe the entire time there. But when you're going in and leaving the country, it's so Intense. different. 30 minutes before we land, they say no one can stand up for the rest of the flight. We have to turn the aircraft around because we're in, tele or because we're in Israel airspace. And I was like, this is nuts. I've never heard of anything like this before. And then when you're driving to the airport, they check your car with just a dude with a machine gun standing right there, making sure just what you're bringing to the airport but yeah. the rest of the time felt 100% safe. Such an awesome city. And the confusing. Oh, um, I had a good confusing. But Language I can't barrier? Um, no, every, for the most part, everyone spoke English. Oh, really? my gosh. What was the? Yeah, for the, for the most part. Wow. When I was there, Different? dude, I got into a couple situations where they spoke zero English, and I obviously spoke 
zero um israeli yeah hebrew yeah hebrew yeah. um i was like i know there's a different word for this um and and there's no overlap i've never been in a situation like that before yeah i was just like i don't know how we're gonna get to our destination yeah. here because neither of us have any clue what the other one is saying <laughs> yeah. um so i'm surprised maybe Maybe it's because we were in Tel Aviv for yeah, pretty much the entire trip. We did do a day trip to, to Jerusalem, but I remember my confusing. And Shabbat, it's just such mm. a different thing where I'm sure some people in the United States celebrate it. Yep. Um, and it's sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday. There's so many different rules of what can be done, what can't be done. And one of the things was you can have coffee, but you can't have espresso. And so it was just like, it's not a bad thing at all. It was just so crazy to be thrown into it from not knowing really anything and uh, living a day where so many things are different, but in a, in a really cool way. Yeah. How about like um, no meat and cheese in the same meal? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and then there's so many other things that even like the Israelis like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but that's just what we've done oh, for, yeah. for thousands of years. Yeah. So that's what we do on this day. Can't work. Yep. Yep. You can't take... There was two elevators in our hotel. For some reason, you couldn't take one of them, but you could take the other. Um, and it, it's just... It, no, they shut it off. And, and there was a sign that said, on this, on Shabbat, this elevator will not work. And they're the same elevators. Maybe it's like energy conservation. Yeah, and I'm because you're not supposed to use... Right. I think any energy, but probably for like hotels and stuff. It, it's you just use like, can less you decrease energy. it? Yeah, yeah exactly crazy so man. Had, had an awesome time that's cool that you got to kind of experience yeah that culture. yeah it, it was it was really cool so i loved it by the way shout out to everyone here you so many people with all the best wishes people on twitter people in this community just so amazing showing me and my wife so much love and support it meant so much and i thank all of you hell yeah man um still bummed i couldn't be there but so happy for you guys and, man uh, and i gotta find out about your your country travels over these past I two know, weeks i've been in a lot of places <laughs> um all right i think we're gonna wrap up there um we'll get to some questions tomorrow copy them over if yep. you uh if they're still relevant and uh broncos are back you're back baby see you guys I'll take you back